You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys. You can check out Keys to the City on all social media platforms. Got some good baseball going on. How about the Astros right now? Ted, you sent me a memory today. We went to the Yankees. That was the last Yankee game I've been to. Was that ALCS game? Game six. That was the last time I went to a Yankee game. You've been to plenty of Yankee games since, but... Seems so long ago. That was four years ago. And the Houston Astros are still in the ALCS, and the New York Yankees are nowhere to be found. How about the Texas Rangers? I they know. Seven straight, man. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, what ha- we'll see what happens. They continue to play. Hey, they're two games away from a World Series. What did the, the Phillies lose one game so far? Two? They only uh, lost to the Braves they once. Lost, yeah, they lost they, to one. They swept the first round. Uh-huh. They only had one loss against the Braves. So they're, mm-hmm. what, six and one? Two teams that look like they're on a mission. They're playing oh, yeah. in a World Series that maybe a lot of not get, a lot of people would. Ex- how about the Final Four though, Rangers? Hey, I, but, but but think about it. The two teams probably the hottest right now, the Rangers and the Phillies. Good money, yeah. well spent, huh? I guess so. Harper, Schwarber, Real Muto. You Nick know, Castellanos killing the ball. Corey Seager looks great. Great Turner. Aldalas Garcia looks great. I mean, Jay yeah, Turner, they, Seager. Uh, uh, Semyon or Semyon. It's all coming together, but who would have thought? Like, think about those two franchises. The two of the four franchises Max right Kersher's now. Max going to pitch game three. I know. Two of the four franchises that are in the AL or in the LCS series right now have been pretty pitiful for quite some time. The Diamondbacks haven't been to an NLCS since 2007. And then the Rangers haven't been to a World Series since 2011. So these two franchises have been awful. And then, Jordan Montgomery, and then Jordan Montgomery pitched a great game one. Yeah, what I don't else know. He's, he's, he's on the he was on the Yankees. Yeah, Sonny Gray pitched pretty well in the postseason this year too. Chapman gave up a home run. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the same old. Him and Houston have a good old love hate relationship. But I was just talking about two of the four teams in the LCS of having kind of losing seasons. It's gonna it's gonna relate to the NFL. Bring it over to the NFL. I was just talking to somebody yesterday. One of my good friends. And he, just, he came up with, and it's what we're going to talk about in the NFL right now. And he says it's not been as exciting through the first six weeks of the football season, which for me as a football fan, personally, I love it. I, I love the NFL in general. So I don't ever think like just watching football in general for me is, is great. It's great yeah. content for me to keep, keep my eyes on the TV. Cause when there's no football, I kind of lose my effing burn in my mind because football is to me, is the best sport in the world. But when you look at this season, too, he makes some good points. Been a lot of sloppy play. I feel like last night was just a perfect representation of the NFL referee crews in general this year. It's been awful. Taking over call. Like, I, Ted, I know you're a referee. I get it. And I don't want to come at all you guys. But, like, referees just need to cut the shit because it's getting enough is enough. What? How many penalties were there last night? About like almost 20 penalties between the two teams. Couple weeks, uh, the Niners and Browns game, there was like 23 penalties. It's just like, for two, for I get it. Some calls, for years. So, yeah, some calls are made to be made, but some calls just leave it alone. Like, cut, cut the, just like I said, cut the shit because you're taking over these games, you're ruining it. But you also got to take into the context of why the NFL has been kind of been like up and down. Look at the injuries, man. Each and every week. 
the injuries continue to pile up. And we're talking about some of the biggest names in football that continue to go down. That's the, that's the sad oh, part. Anthony Richardson looks like he's going to be done. Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Aaron Rodgers, just some of the names in general. Cooper Cup. Other than Aaron Rodgers, he's the only major quarterback that we have to worry about. All the other major quarterbacks are still in play. You sent me the list in Colin. All those top ten guys, they're all good. So as long as the starting quarterbacks are there, we're good. But maybe the quarterbacks have kind of also a little sublim- subliminal message of saying in the sense of the NFL right now where maybe it's lacking – not a true alpha dog, a true juggernaut. When you look at the oh, NFL, God. right? When you look at the NFL right now, in the sense of, I don't know, tiers or like the powers of the NFL. Like last year, you were like, okay, the Eagles are like top dog, the Chiefs. But this year, you're like, okay, the Eagles still really good, but have question marks, major question marks moving forward. The Chiefs really good, still have some questions filling out their roster, seeing if they can. What's going on out there? We got the peanut gallery. Freaking Florida people losing their minds. But when you think about it, does it hurt the NFL right now that there isn't a true no. or an alpha of the NFL? No. Like, because I, I, mean, I, don't know I got a fan that's I mean, what, listen, look, I got I, one of my friends that love watching football, but texted me saying he just doesn't feel the same excitement as he has in the past seasons. Is there's what would you be to you? What would you think is the yeah. reason? about that i don't know i mean there's no practice there's no preseason i mean it is what it is the first month of footballs is your preseason football is going to get better in the next two to three months we're in october football's starting to get better you're starting to see teams i do know, i think so separate yeah. themselves what do we mm-hmm. got four or five teams that are five and one five Miami, teams that are five Chiefs, and one right now yep. three in the nfc two in the afc yeah so there's good football though like when we were watching the four o'clock games the other day we're like there were some bad games. Like the Raiders Patriots game was uninteresting. It kind of got interesting at the end. Really, the games are quiet for the first three hours, and then you hit the witching hour, and then that's when the games get excited. Literally, the fourth quarter. Is it, it because there hasn't like, been any star like marquee match? Like, is that there hasn't been any marquee match? Starting to be like the NBA. It's starting to be like the NBA, where all you got to do is watch the fourth quarter. Really, that's the where the exciting part happens. All these games are dull, and then all of a sudden, fourth quarter, here we go, baby, rock and roll. Listen, it's exciting. I mean, the Giants game. Some people say, ah, oh, it sucked. Whatever is boring. It was a good game, interesting yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Had you had you kind of like by the balls of your feet, like okay, what's gonna happen? What I mean, of course, no one really cares because the Giants stink and the Bills, you know. But you wanted to find out what was gonna go on. I mean, the Cowboys game last night for the was a bad. It was a good and bad game. I don't really know. I mean, bad. You could player, just see but, how that game was gonna play out. That's just oh, your I, typical. I told, that's your typical Charger. I told, listen. I told Dallas my coworker game. last night. I know how this story. It's like Hallmark. I know exactly. Different movie, same script. I knew exactly that the Cowboys were going to win twenty to seventeen. Either Chargers you knew they were going to win twenty to seventeen when when they when they came down. I'm like they're going to kick a field goal. I thought Dallas was going to when they got the um. I thought they were going to run the clock all the way down and kick a game with a field goal, and that's how the yeah. game was going to end. Yeah, you just knew it. Yeah, yeah, the Chargers could not block the Cowboys' defensive line. Herbert was under duress all night. They could not run the football last night. Eckler's effect had no effect. So, but is that a, is that a big deal? Like to see that all these teams no, right it just now, says majority of the line suck. Ted, there's oh, like, but dude, that's the thing dude, also. There's it has a, to do with the offensive lines. and. The oh, defense. I get it. But there's like not even just the offensive line, but like all the teams, even the teams that are contenders or in that kind of, you know, group of teams that have a, a legit potential shot of making the deep run. There's Listen, all major here's, questions. Here's except at. I see like two teams. I see one team right now that okay. doesn't. Listen, at the end of the day, this is what we talk about all the time in college football, college basketball, all these other sports. 
Would we rather just have the four best teams and the most dominant teams, or would we rather have purity where every team going into the playoffs could win? That's what we have right now. We don't have a dominant team. Sorry, we don't have the 07 Patriots. We don't have one of those teams. 49ers are the closest thing to it, but Purdy is their their weak link because he, without his Superman and Batman and Debo Samuel and Chris McCaffrey, he's just a plain-ass regular quarterback who who's not good enough. That's plain and simple. We know they're good. Their biggest flaw is their injuries. Trent Williams hurt. McCaffrey has hurt. Debo's at. The Browns' defense is legit. Yeah. Bringing in Jim Schwartz for the Browns was the best move they made. Their defense is legit. One of the three or four best defense. Them, the Jets, and 49ers are elite defenses. Well, that's where the term. That's where the term. Any given Sunday, man. It's not just quarterbacks. You guys, questions. You could see with the Eagles, with Steichen going to the Colts. There's not a camaraderie with Brian Johnson, the offensive new offensive coordinator, and Jalen Hurts yet. And I feel like Hurts is trying to force force the ball to AJ Brown a lot. You could see it. But is you know people want to talk about the Eagles are not as good. They're still five and one. How many teams in the NFL would love to be five and one right now? They're like this right now. They're a roller coaster. Wait till the Eagles play better football. So it's going to take time. You know, you just if you're one of those teams, like you don't want to peak too early. You know, the, the the Chiefs, their defense has kind of carried them. Mahomes has not been the reason why this team's really five and one. Mm. It's been the defense. The defense has been the main reason. I mean, you, you know, you go through these teams, Miami. You know, we were talking about yesterday. And then they really haven't played no one, and the one team they played, the Bills, they got spanked. Now the Miami's mm. got a tough game. I believe they have. Excuse me. They have the Philly this weekend. I believe in a week or two they're playing in Frankfurt, Germany against the Chiefs. So mm-hmm. they got some matchups coming up. The Bengals, maybe the Bengals are the team we're not talking about that might hit their stride late, right? They're the team that kind of stumbled off the blocks, and now they seem, you know, they would put two, three wins in a row. So, you know, the rate – listen, there's a lot of question marks. I don't have a problem. Right now football is exciting because you really don't know what's going to happen. You really don't. You know, the Jets beating the Eagles, that's fun. It was exciting. It was a good game. You know, the Giants almost beating the Bills. That was fun and exciting. There's a lot, there's there, there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of un, there's a lot of unanswered questions going forth. Yes, you are right, Trev. There is a lot of injuries. The main thing, though, is the quarterbacks are all healthy, except for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if I'm a Jets fan, I'm three and three. I'm like, damn, yeah. we still got a chance, at least to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. But imagine if Aaron Rodgers playing, maybe this team is five and one. Maybe they are maybe they're the the, the team of the AFC. Considering, you know, this defense has kind of shut down Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Hurts. I believe they have nine picks against those three quarterbacks and only given up four touchdowns. But that's, that's also my take on this NFL season is that I come in every week and I, I, I watch these teams, all 32 teams, and specifically the teams of like, you know, the elites or like the top teams in that above average category too. And there's always teams that I watch, and I'm just like sitting there, and I'm like, some of these teams every week is different. Like their identity changes in and out. Even the Eagles, last year's identity was them running the football and just taking care of the football, being smart. This year, it's like they want to. It looks like they want to force more of the throwing. Where Jalen well, Hurts is not he, running the football. His, I, I know his strength is more of running, setting a play action. The Bills, the Bills, the only two players you could trust on that team is. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs in the sense of offense. Like, you don't know what to expect with their offense. The Chiefs, what are they going to do each and every week? The only the 49ers probably are the only team that you're like, okay, well, they got injured this week, but like you think, okay, they're going to run the ball, play smart with Purdy. To me, though, the only team that I see week in and week out 
that knows what they're going to do for 60 minutes, I guess I can use the term, is bite the kneecaps. I'm sorry if that makes it that much obvious or that more obvious, but it's the Detroit Lions. They know what they're going to do week in and week out. They're going to come in. They're going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to run the football. They're going to play play action with Jared Goff, and they're going to get a defense that's a stingy defense. It's not the Cleveland Browns, not the New York Jets, the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Eagles-type defense, but it's a defense that is there. And is going to be there in the end that gets to the quarterback, causes turnovers. I know they lost Cam Sutton. They lost Char- Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Two big losses in secondary. But this is well, a here, here's the other And this is a team. David Montgomery. Yes, David, David Montgomery is now out. But guess what? He, they got a nice guy like well, Jameer Gibbs who and Josh uh, who, Reynolds. Well, well Trev, I, you're excited, huh? I now love you're gonna, I mean, now thank, the God. Gibbs gonna, thank God. Thank God. David Montgomery is the tone center on that team. He's been a... A but that's what I'm talking about. Another big injury. Christian McCaffrey going down this week. Um, I'm trying to just think of names off the Debo Samuel going off. Cooper Cup having the injury in the beginning of the season. Justin Jefferson going down last week. Like these, are, I'm not just talking about Justin, the quarterback. Justin Fields these, is out this week. Justin Fields. These are just some of the bigger names. When we think of the NFL, those are. I'm not talking about like oh oh Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or something like that or Peyton Manning. No, these are guys that just all around some of the bigger names in the football world. And to see them each and every week go down, that's why the Detroit Lions, yeah, they're dealing with injuries. But they know what they want to do week in and week out, where I don't know what the Philadelphia Eagles want to do the week, this week. I don't know what the Miami Dolphins want to do this week. I don't but know what the Chiefs want to do. Five and one. I get it. They're all 5-1, and one, but they still have major question marks where you're like the Lions. They're all in on Jared Goff. It looks like they might be trying to get a long-term deal done with him, which who would have thought two years ago? We thought Jared Goff's career was they're going to be looking for a quarterback in the future. Look at that. Maybe they got their franchise guy. They got a a dominant run game. I know Montgomery's going to be out now. They got one of the best offensive lines in football. They have a solid-ass defense. They got great weapons led by Amon Ross St. Brown. Like this team overall, they feed off of their coach each and every week. I know what they're going to do. They should be 6-0 if it wasn't for a little blemish loss to the Seahawks in overtime. They should be 6-0. They've beaten their last four opponents, Ted, by double digits. Like this is the thing we're all talking about. Oh, the Eagles, the Niners, the Chiefs, the, the Bills, the Cowboys. Hell, the Detroit Lions, realistically, and this is why I said at the beginning of the show, who would have thought the LCS is two teams that have been dealing with some pitiful play in baseball and the Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers? Well, look at the Detroit Lions. If we, if any smart football fan knows the Detroit Lions, they've wasted two of the greatest players in the history of the NFL in Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. And hell, maybe you can even add Matthew Stafford to that list. But now look at this. This has been a franchise that has been continuously a laughing stock at the bottom of the barrel, has been pushed around, beat up, embarrassed, 0-16 team. We should also mind you that this is a historic team in the sense for the wrong reasons. But now look at them. When Dan Campbell got hired, people were like, why did they hire him? And then he had his press conference. We're going to bite people's kneecaps. And people thought he was out of his effing mind. Well, two years later, or th- I forgot how many years. I should know this. How many years he's been in the league. It's been two or three oh, oh, years. Oh, Dan Campbell? Yeah, I think well, he's, he's been, been the head the coach. For, for, dude, he's been in the league. Well, for, you know what I mean? Head coach of the Detroit Lions for two oh. or three years. But now looking back at it, you're like, holy shit. They're really well, there's, biting there's, there's, people. They're really biting people's kneecaps week in and week out. Well, here's the thing. They're, they're taking care of business. You've you hit uh, there. Here's what's key. If we've learned anything in the NFL, NFL, it's the offensive line, the defensive lines have the most impactful in football. Because we've seen, win in the trenches, you, baby. You can't run the ball and you can't 
you can't protect, you have no chance. And if you can't get pressure on the quarterback, and you, like you said, you look at the Detroit Lions, they've had some solid offensive pick. You know, Decker at left tackle, Penny Sewell at right tackle. They've one of the best centers in football. They Frank Ragno from oh, yeah, he, I know. he's been uh, an all pro he's been got, all pro they, type they got, level. They got a he's gonna be a Pro Bowl tight end for years to come. Sam Laporta, the tight end, rookie tight end, Jamison yeah. Williams, Josh Reynolds. Amon St. Brown, they had a two-headed monster and running back, a quarterback that runs play action. They got a great offensive coordinator. They hit they thank you, Jacksonville Jaguars, for taking Trayvon Walker because we all knew we all knew that was gonna be uh yeah, that was I knew it because it was the hype and they ran into every effing time. They did they, they oh he ran for it big. They, man, it just look at the production. Just, who's the better, Trayvon just, Walker, I hate all this tape. I hate all this all well, this. Here's the thing. Trayvon Walker was a great player. I guess he was also surrounded by what? Seven yeah, he was great on there. a great defense, but an all-time great defense. Well, Here's my thing: well, just put on the tape. Really why do we team. need? Why do we need measurements? Why do we need hand measurements? Speed, like, put on the tape and just see who is the better overall player. And if anybody had a brain, that's why Trent Bulky is sometimes an idiot, sitting back saying, "Hey, good for the Detroit Lions, got the hometown guy." But if you just put on the tape, and this goes for future, I mean, and you could have took sauce. You, I know, I get it. But you took Aiden Hutchinson, or you took Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson because he had the physical traits. Do you know what the potential? I've said it when we first started this show. Potential, raw potential, can either make you look like a hero or can make you look like a goat in the bad way. In the sense, well, most of people you're out risk. of here. Most people take a risk because the ceiling. I want is, the proven guy. Because the ceiling is higher. Guy. The ceiling is higher prove. usually. That. Well, somebody hated Hutchinson's Hutchinson ceiling. Come on, he was a Heisman contender this year, no, no, that year, and he listen, was. I'm not knocking. I listen. I get it. It's we go back in the draft all the time. You say things like this. It is what it is. The draft is a crapshoot. All right, no one yeah. knows what's going to go on. Really, but you it's don't stupid know. because you of all these cool. measurements. Trust measurements me, are now. Look at, look at the Oakland Raiders. They took Clint Farrell at four. It's like you know people take when they could have taken Josh Allen. Look who looked Josh Allen right now. I'm talking Josh Allen defensive end. Look how he's playing for Jacksonville. I mean, right I mean, he's better than he's not great, but he's, he's tied for he's tied for the league league in sacks right now. Oh, is he? Yeah, know. he's got eight really, sacks. He's really... having a hell of Josh Allen's having a hell of a year. Well, hey, listen, they could use a guy like that, huh? Or a quarterback, whoever. Yeah, him and Max Crosby would be a nice little duo because well, they're they other did have, they did have another end, but he went haywire. He went haywire. <laughs> he went he went haywire. No, I mean, I don't have a problem with the league. Okay, I get it. There's a lot of bad teams. There really is. There's a lot of bad teams. The Giants, I think there's like five bad, bad teams. Well, here's the thing. The Giants, and you watch the game this week, I don't know if it's because how poorly the Bills played or the Giants just played a much better game. And they Listen, anything in football you know can happen at any time. Any given Sunday, baby. Oh, and that's why they say, I mean, listen, who thought P.J. Walker and the Browns were going to beat the 49ers? No more undefeated teams. The 72 so, Dolphins. You know what I mean? The Jets with Zach Wilson. We're going to beat the Eagles. Jalen Hurts throws three picks. You know, I mean, just it's the way of the nature of the football, which makes the NFL so exciting because when you get to, like, you know, I would say baseball different because playoffs, it's a crapshoot. But, like, in the NBA, you kind of know the better team is going to win more more times than not. You know, that's what makes the NFL, I think, more exciting because you just you really just don't know. You know, and then the gambling aspect is such a huge aspect of the football. You, you know, it makes it so much interesting because you really don't know what's going on. I mean, you look at this week. I was watching the – Reading the thing, Vegas made their money back this week. You mean you start on Friday nights, Colorado blowing a 29-point lead at halftime. I mean, whoo! You know, and then the yeah. upsets on Saturday, and then you come to Sunday, and you're like, the Jets won. That was big money. The Jets had never beaten the Eagles. You know, the Browns Probably, win. Yeah. 
you know, the Giants covered the spread. You know, I mean, Detroit on the road in Tampa Bay getting, you know, there's just, there was a lot of games that you just didn't know. New England, I think it was like two and a half, three. They lost by four, you know, like couldn't score. You know, there were so many games that were wishy-washy that Vegas won on this weekend. And it plays such a huge factor in the, the excitement and the importance of football as much as you don't want to say it. Listen, they're talking about it on TV all day long. DraftKings, Al Michaels talking about the spread of the games. Football has never been at a more higher exciting point than now. All right. And from a gamble from a gambling standpoint, yes. Well, just in general, I think. Just overall viewership of football, right? Well, because you, know, you got like you said, you got all these you got all these gambling like, I mean, sites, you got fan you got all these play you got fantasy football, which I think fantasy football has never been higher than you just talked about the league. Fantasy football, people tune in just because not even because they have like a team. If they have fantasy football, they're either connecting on their phone or they're connecting on the TV and they're always keeping an eye on these games. And then I mean, I hate to even say this and mention this garbage. But just add in now all this shenanigans of the Kelsey and the Taylor Swift bullshit that's bringing in the NFL. I mean, it's great for the NFL because, yeah, you add that, that you know, that person that's never watched the NFL, but like, oh, Taylor Swift's here, so let's watch the NFL. Yes, the ratings probably are great, all-time high. I understand that. But there's so many factors of why the NFL is. I think the NFL is great. Don't get me wrong. This is just somebody that texted me saying, hasn't seen the excitement so far. I mean, I even told him, I was like, the schedule is going to get better. It's only week seven. There's massive games yeah. coming up, like Sunday Night Football, Eagles, Kelly Green jerseys, the old school jerseys coming out on Sunday Night Football against Tua, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Tua, the five, the five teams that are five and one in the NFL right now, the best of the AFC versus the best of the NFC on Sunday. Alabama night quarterbacks. Yeah, I know Jalen hurts versus Tua. And then you get down the road. You're going to have the chiefs and Eagles. You're going to have the chief, the bills and Eagles play. You're going to have, you're going to have the Bengals be playing. Oh, I know. I get it. Playing the bills. I think here's the thing. The, There's so many great games coming up soon. The NFC, chiefs, how about the Eagles and Niners again, playing again in week 13? Like there's so yeah, the, many great games. So, coming up. With that being said, the NFC South is an eight-win team max this year. NFC oh, South? NFC South, if I didn't say that, if I misspoke. I thought you said the AFC South. Sorry, I apologize. NFC South is an eight-win team. Uh, Tampa Bay is okay. But you can't take – I mean, this, I this week was a huge – could have been a huge message for them sending moving forward, but it kind of was Atlanta like has got a quarterback problem. Ritter's yes. just not – Ritter's not that guy. Derek Carr is – so you want to talk about bad contract right now? Everybody wants to say Daniel Jones. Derek well, Carr's contract than, doesn't. Yeah, well, his doesn't, is less than Daniel Jones. Thirty-seven and two and a half million dollars short. Whatever. He's he's he. I mean, the weapons they have down there in the defense. That's that's. I don't, maybe it's coaching, but I don't know. That's that's a disaster. I think Carolina is one of the worst teams. How about Excuse I got a question for I got a question for you. We could just branch off of this. I want to know who's your best best in the AFC. Who's the best in the AFC and the NFC? Honestly, if you had to look right now at Week Seven, going into Week Seven, you got five five and one teams. Hell, if you even want to add a team that's not in that, you can. But if you really had to look at right now, everything injuries, taking everything into consideration. Bigger question: If the 49ers are healthy and McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and Debo are playing, they're the best team in the NFC. Are they the best team in the NFL? Then. They they are, but I think who are you my, putting in the AFC then? Here's here's my thing: if if McCaffrey or Debo doesn't get hurt Sunday, they win. But listen, yeah. that can happen at any time. I get it. I get it. It's all part of the game. That's why McCaffrey's importance is just as 
is as important as anyone in, in the league because of what he does for that team. Ted, they never lost a game with him. And, and, and Purdy had never lost a game in general over yeah. a game. So I'll put the 49ers as the best team when they're healthy, but Detroit's right there. You know, I said to you last night, like, who's the best team in the NFC? I was like, Detroit's playing the best right now, but they're healthy. You gotta you gotta play that into a factor. They're healthy. You know what I mean? Right now it's 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 the 49ers and the Chiefs. I'll still take the Chiefs because the Mahomes and their defense is reliable. Something that you haven't spoke about in years past. Their defense is reliable. I get it, they don't have the weapons, but you trust Mahomes. You trust Mahomes in the situations. You don't trust Tua. You've already told me you don't trust Tua. Josh Allen, as much as I, want. I don't. Tr- no, it's not. I, I don't trust. It, it's I don't trust Tua, but I just don't trust the entire franchise. Josh Allen, I he goes to these right now. I don't. Tr- these- I don't trust Josh Allen in the Bills. The only team, and I get it. Their record doesn't show it. The team Ted that- Mahomes is the only quarterback, realistically, that you could honestly sit there and be like, I trust him each and every week. Everybody Burrow. else, you like Even Burrow, maybe Bur- Burrow would be right behind there for me personally. I trust him over Allen to uh, Yeah, I trust Burrow absolutely. That's why I, I say think. I say right now but away I, from Bur- Burrow because I need to see him. I need to see him at a hundred percent. He's still well, not a hundred percent. That's why I would take Burrow as the second best quarterback in the league. They still have issues running the football. Their offensive line, but their defense. I mean. Defense right now, won them the their right defense now, won them the game last right now, week. The, right now it's week. the Chiefs and it's the Chiefs in the AFC because of the trust factor. Been there, done that, and Mahomes. And he just finds a way to win games. But do they games. have enough? You said right now who's the best? Oh, I right get now. no, I, I get it. I'm t- I'm also th- now, but this is also a future question. Do they have enough where you look at the AFC, the Bills, they probably have a better offer. Here's, here's the bigger question. Who's getting the number one seed? And he, because if Detroit gets the number one seed because their schedule is weak and they don't have to play the 49ers and the Eagles and all these other teams where the Eagles have to play the 49ers, so each one of them is going to lose. The, the Eagles Lions. still have to play the Cowboys. Let's look at the Lions' schedule. Lions, play, Lions got a tough game this week in Baltimore, huge game. Then they yeah. play the Raiders at L.A., Chargers, I should say. They play the whole NFC North. I mean, the NFC North is awful. The Bears, Packers, those should be wins. Then they're at the Saints. Still could be a tough game. At the Bears, Broncos, Vikings, at Cowboys, Week uh, 17, and then week 18, they finish with Minnesota. So when you look at that schedule, that Cowboys game, if they yeah. win this Baltimore game, they win this Baltimore game, Detroit's in serious, serious play for the number one seed. And if Detroit – think about it. If they get home field advantage where they don't have to go to Philly and they don't have to go to San Francisco, that's going to play a huge factor. because that's, can playing in a dome help? Well, listen, it's going to help them. It's going to balance out for other teams because of the, there's no weather concerns. But I don't want to go to Philly. If I'm uh, San Francisco, we saw that last we year. We already saw that, yeah. Right? Or, and playing the weather in January and that and that crazy crowd, I mm-hmm. want to go to San Francisco. So if I'm Detroit, I want my speed guys and Jared Goff to be comfortable in the dome later in the season. But are you That's, putting the are you putting the balance? Of yes, the I'm NFC. The Hold on, of the NFC, and think about this. What we're about to say: the balance of the NFC in the hands of the Detroit Lions. Well, here's the thing. their schedule. I believe is a lot easier than the Eagles and the. Yes, it is. That's why I said they beat Buffalo or Baltimore this week. Now, in the, the AFC, I look at it the same way. Chiefs get home field advantage again. He just, other than Burrow, he doesn't lose at home. They don't lose in January at home. They lost to to Tom Brady because Frank Clark is an idiot and couldn't stay on, on side. And then Burrow beat him one time. Well, he's never lost. I get it. Two losses. So you can't say he never lost, Ted. Someone's going to be like, you said he never lost. I get it. 
But Burrow had to play one of the best games. I mean, Josh Allen played one of the best games you have ever seen in a quarterback and still lost. So he they don't lose in January at home. So if you so had to – okay, so and, if you – And we talked about that last year. Could the Bills get the number one seed? They didn't get the number one seed. They had It didn't make a difference anyways because they still lost at home. And I've also – you, you, If ahead. you're Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, whoever, yeah, you still want to go to Kansas City? No? No. And the same thing in the NFC. That's why the number one seed, because it's only one team to get that by for San Francisco – who knows how healthy that team's going to be? So to be able to get that extra week of rest for all those guys, McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and those guys to get the rest because of the physical type of play would be huge for them. Same thing with Philly. Philly's dealing with major injuries right now. Their right guard, their right tackle, both got hurt on Sunday. Their secondary is beat up. Uh, I was just reading about Howie Roseman. He's looking through the streets looking for somebody to play defensive back because they're hurting in the secondary. So, you know, with that being said, it comes down to health. Who's going to get the number one seed? I still don't trust Dallas as good as they are, and because they are. Are good. they good? Are they really good though? They're good. They're good. Their they're offense super, still has major questions. They're they're in the Super Bowl caliber question. The problem is you don't trust them. Dak played good last night. Dak outplayed Herbert, but I would also say this: even though Dak got sacked and Herbert really didn't, except for late in the game. Dak's offensive line, I thought, did a better job of protecting him than Herbert did. Every time Herbert went back to pass, I felt like there was a guy around his feet all day long. It was all just funny because Joe Buck was like, oh, Troy Aikman was like, oh, Michael Parsons, you really haven't really heard his name. And then late in the game, next play, bam. I'm like, oh, what else is now? Okay, so the NFC is more easier. If you had to say, in the sense of this question, why I'm going to say this, I'm only speaking on the AFC and you'll understand why. Because I mean, the, the NFC, you rather say, so if you say the Lions, okay, number one seed. It's either going to be the night. You would either say it's Niners or Eagles are the most likely. Okay, so if it's the AFC, is where it gets trickier. Who's the team? If it's if it's the Chiefs that are the number one seed, who's the team that you say Bengals. that's the team that can do it? Bengals, because they've done it, and I okay. believe they have the guys. T. Higgins comes back healthy. They have Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrows doesn't fear anyone. Their offense line hopefully will get it together and figure it out. Their defense is good enough, and their defensive coordinator seems to always have Mahomes' number. You know, I mean, I look at that AFC North, bro. I mean, as bad as the Steelers are, they're right there. Thank you. And they beat Baltimore every time, and then Baltimore's right there. And look at this. Thank you, TJ Watt. And then look at the Browns. I mean, that Browns defense. I mean, that team run the football. Cream Hunt had a good week. Jerome Ford. If Watson could figure out his shit, man, and get it together, that team's dangerous because that defense, as we've seen, just like the Jets, can take over a football game. No defensive lineman. In football, has control has beat up Trent Williams like Miles Garrett did Sunday. Threw him around. Threw him around. Yeah. That's saying a lot. That's a Hall of Fame left tackle so, we're talking yeah, about. Miles Garrett is that guy too, bro. And he could disrupt and terrorize their game. And they did pick up Zadarius Smith in the offseason. They do have a good linebackers. They have a great defensive coordinator. Secondary is good. Run the football, Deshaun Watson. Don't be an asshole and turn the ball over. Play and that's a that's a team that can make noise and shock someone, knock someone off. Because their defense is that good. I get it. The same thing with the Jets. That defense is as good as anyone's in the league. They have terrorized three of the four best quarterbacks in the league. Or according to Robert Sala, embarrassed. Well, nine picks to four touchdowns. They've kind of shut down. They had picked off Allen three times. They had Mahomes. And if it wasn't for the pass interference, they might be beating the Chiefs. And they're they're four and two. And 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 they picked off Hurts three times. So... Well, because that, that's the thing. 
And Hurts doesn't even have a pick yet. And, I, and they well, got he was six hurt. Seven, he was hurt. And they got six or seven D line, and they were out with DJ Reed missed the game. And they mm-hmm. got seven or eight defensive linemen that can come get you all day long. So, listen, I feel like the Jets are are a weird question mark team because I don't know how good they are because Zach Wilson is such a huge question. You see mark. that Aaron Rodgers might actually come back and play this year. I mean, shit. I mean, if he gets. Can you imagine if he came back from an Achilles injury? They get to the divisional round. They win the wild card game. Right? They play. Well, who's winning the AFC East? It's either Miami or the Because they might be they might be going to one of their division divisional opponents. Well, I mean, here's the thing. They don't fear the Bills. And if they shut if Saul shuts down Diggs, go get Allen. Disrupt it. They can't run the football. What and about, then two, then it would come down to Miami's offensive line and the protection to shut down Miami. And that's <laughs> they haven't played yet. They haven't played, so we'll see that matchup coming up because like, that's what makes the AFC East so interesting. The Jets' defense is playing with house money, and they're and they're. I feel like they're building momentum, and they're believing. And listen, Brees Hall is a stud. Run the football. They got two studs on the offense: Brees Hall and, and Garrett Wilson. Other than that, it's Garrett Wilson's dealing with an injury right now too. Yeah, I know. Like, that's another thing. Trevor Lawrence got hurt this week. Last week, I, it was Devon, Devon A-Chain. I mean, there's been some big injuries around yeah, the league. It. Hey, listen, next man up, that's what the league is about. Yeah, I get it. I Trust get me, it. I know. I'm. It's all the guys on my fantasy team. McCaffrey, <laughs> Garrett, Garrett welcome to welcome to, welcome to life. That's how it's been for me the past couple of years. I lost, Williams, Je- I, lost to Justin Je- I lost to Justin Jefferson this. I, I lost it more than anybody. Come on, JJ. No better. You never really gave me your answer because I kind of rambled. What do you got for answer? No, I let you go. So for me, also, I probably would say it's either between the Niners or the Lions. The reason why I put the Lions right up there is because their style of play matches up against Philly and the Niners better than it would be like a, a Dallas. Where Dallas is like that finesse, you know, that type of team where – Detroit will come in there. They'll run the football with David Montgomery. They got the offensive line to match up with both of those defensive lines. They're going to go play action. It just comes down to Jared Goff. Like, Jared Goff has been playing great. He's been playing top 10 level quarterback the past two seasons with Detroit. But the question is, can he go on the road if, by any chance, they are on the road and they don't get the one seed? Is he Is he able to... Make the plays. He did it last year in Week 17 and Green Bay, or Week 18 against Green Bay on Sunday night. They didn't get to the playoffs, but he still found a way against the Green Bay Packers, who they've been dominated. It comes down to Jared Goff because they have all the tools and the schematics and the players and the identity to match up with the Niners and the Eagles better than I think the Cowboys. I don't trust Mike McCarthy. I think he's incompetent. I think he's a buffoon of a coach. I think he's way past his – the reason why he's got that one Super Bowl is because Aaron Rodgers decided to just go nuclear and take out everybody in the league. That's what he did that year. I mean, other than that, Mike McCarthy is kind of like Sean Payton. It's an average coach. He just has the name, Ooh. Mike McCarthy. So it, because It's the same thing, man, it, because they get the name. It's like, it's like fantasy football when you're trying to trade with somebody, but you can't trade them because, oh, I can't trade them. Even though they sucked, oh, I can't trade the name because it's the name value. Like, that's what it comes down to me when I look at Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton, two coaches that have won Hall of Fames or uh, two coaches that have won Super Bowls, but what have they done since? Nothing. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, not one bit. They probably should have lost that game, but, of course, you had the two 
I'm sorry for the wording, the dumbest coaches in the league last night in Brandon Staley and Mike McCarthy going against one another. For me, I would, I'm still going to go. I don't know because it all depends on how the Niners look without McCaffrey. If McCaffrey comes back next Monday night, which he could possibly come back against Minnesota, that's game changing. He might be the most valuable non quarterback in the league outside of Tyreek Hill. Okay. Debo looks like he might be out a little longer with a shoulder injury. So how does Purdy play? That's what comes down to when you don't have your number one ace in the hole and Christian McCaffrey. Everything just runs smoother. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions right now. They're playing great defense. They are running the football. I know Dave Montgomery. I want to see what they look like now with Dave Montgomery out for a few weeks. But I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions as well, Ted. I, I can't believe it. It's October 17th of 2023, and we're mentioning the Detroit Lions in the breadth of the elites in the NFL. It's a crazy time. The AFC... I mean, I guess you go with the Chiefs. Like, I'm not even confident in the AFC because the Chiefs still need to find maybe Rasheen Rice takes over for as their number one weapon on offense. But I just don't trust in the sense that they don't have another go-to guy outside of Travis Kelsey, who's been dealing with some injuries throughout the season. The Bills, I love Josh Allen, but I cannot see the Josh Allen of every week where they put up 48 points on the Miami Dolphins at home and then they're playing on Sunday Night Football and they only barely got by the New York Giants who have been, to some, the worst team in the NFL this year. The Dolphins, I've already spoke about the Dolphins. Congratulations, you're 5-1. and one. You've also beaten t- your combined schedule is 5-24. and 24. The one team that you've played up to your standards this year, you lost by four touchdowns. You beat the Chargers, who we already know can't figure out a way to win a football game the past 20 years with all the talent that they have accumulated in that franchise. And to not win anything, it just, that's the the LA Chargers. Last night was the game of the two most talented franchises probably the past 20 years that have accumulated absolutely nothing in the NFL. The Ravens, too many injuries. We got to see what Lamar does. I mean, they rely so heavily on Lamar. The Bengals probably maybe are the only team, but I I don't know what to make of how their offense has been inconsistent with not being able to run the ball. So it's not confidently. I can't sit here and say, oh, confidently it's the Chiefs. I'll sit here and just say it's the Chiefs, but it's not very confident, Ted. Because the AFC, because the AFC, you just, you look at it and you're like, well, yeah, because the Chargers... Even Jacksonville. Like, Jacksonville's been playing well, but, like, yeah, no, I Trevor get Lawrence what, has the up and downs. Well, they're, and, on, they're on a three-game win streak, but it, we'll see what happens. They play Thursday night. Big game against the Saints. Yeah, against the Saints. I don't but think Trevor Lawrence plays. isn't going to play. I don't, I don't think he plays. It, so it, most likely. C.J. Beathard's going to be their quarterback. We'll see Where what happens. Where do you come from? C.J. Beathard? Iowa. I just had to ask. Where'd Sam Laporta come from? South Dakota State. Oh boy. Did he? No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. Came from Iowa, bro. Oh, he did come from Iowa. I thought it was, it was a kid that came from, so there was a tight end that came from South Dakota State. I thought Wow, show. you were so confident about that, too. Tight end you, bro. Tight end you. Iowa University. I know. TJ Hawkinson, George Kittle, Sam Laporto. It's uh, like you see these week seven right now, and it's like it's it's been great. Listen, you know what's crazy is how fast the NFL season's going. We're already going to what week do you expect, seven. Bro? What do you expect, man? Happens every year. As we get older, time flies even more faster. Than the is, everything else slows up football season. Dude, in three weeks, it's – I got to say it because 
Well, it's a special day. You know, it's it's the goat's birthday. You oh, know who I'm talking about? You know, the man didn't even know his own brother's damn birthday. He looked at me like, who, who are we talking about here? The goat's yeah, birthday is coming up. Like, I, I mean, it's already, it's already November, bro. I thought you were going with some football people or something. I no, know. me. I don't need no football people. Me. The hell do I need football people? It's it's crazy, man. It's Halloween is in two weeks, literally two weeks from today. Like, and then it's November, and then it's Christmas. Chaz and then is Ted's, getting married this weekend. Chaz is getting married. Then Ted's gonna be a father in two months. It's like, oh my god, what is going on in the world? It's it, time is flying, but it's been a fun NFL season. It is has yeah, been a wild and fun season. I mean, what just, we hopefully do? these people can come back because I, mean, I can't take the injuries anymore. Let's see. So what do we got this week? We got. Huge Sunday night game. Hold on. Just swallow it. So Jacksonville New Orleans would have been would have been a good matchup if Lawrence is playing, but it'll probably stink. St. New Orleans is home. Vegas, Chicago, no one cares. They're both gonna have backup quarterbacks. It's gonna be the backup quarterback for Vegas versus the Kid, Giants might win this week. Cleveland at Indianapolis. Whatever. New England at Buffalo. New England stinks. Washington and the Giants. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Atlanta and Tampa. Let's see if Tampa rebounds. Detroit and Baltimore, that's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh and Rams should be a good game, I believe. Green Bay and Denver stinks. Chargers and Kansas City, we already know that game's going to go. Chargers on a short week. Kansas City coming off a Thursday night game. They'll have extra rest. They'll be prepared. They'll beat the Chargers at home. And then Miami, Philly. So the later games this week are better than the early games. The early games stink. And then the, and then the Monday night game is San Francisco. Really, the only one o'clock game that has interest other than I'm, I'm is Detroit-Baltimore. Yeah, every and then the four o'clocks are good because there's multiple ones. I'm very curious to see how, and I think we talked about this quickly too. Oh, there's maybe one. the dark horse. How about do you have a dark horse in the NFC and an AFC? Like a real, like realistically, do you have a dark horse? Yeah, the Texans in the AFC and the NFC, AFC, and in the NFC, the NFC. Uh... Yeah, if, you had to pick, if there was a dark horse, I like the Texans though. I like that pick. That's nice. No, nah, because there really is no dark horse. I feel like it's a four-team race. It's really Dallas, Philly, Detroit, and the Rams. I just don't think have enough. They're still Seattle. Too young. One of the Seattle, Seattle could be. I just, I don't know if I have enough trust in Geno yet. And then the I told you the NFC South stinks. It's absolutely garbage. And NFC North is bad too. Bad too. So really, no. I, I mean, I'll if you want an answer, I'll see. No, I no. I'll it's, say it the is. Rams. I'll say the Rams because I'll trust McVay and Stafford, and they got listen. Kyrie Williams comes back; he's been really good for them in fantasy football. I and mean, Cooper Cup looks like he hasn't and, missed a beat. And Puka Nakua is—I mean—they got a two-headed monster and receivers, and they still got Aaron Donald. So yeah, you don't even. Yeah, that's the only player you can really name on their defense because <laughs> they have so many rookies or like unknown players. Yeah, they went from one of the most veteran teams to the most youngest team. So if I had to pick AFC. If they, like, Ted, we like talked about. If they could figure, if they could figure him out, it's the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I know. I know that because well, if Deshaun Watson can play just semi, well, what I'm saying about I'm saying about the Texans is, is, can they win the division? Can they take over Jacksonville because they're only going to get one out of that division? Can can uh, the Texans beat? Can the Texans I mean, take over the Jags? CJ I mean, Stroud, don't fear no one. That division kind of took a hit because if Anthony Richardson stays on that team healthy and it was reports saying that he might be done for the year, that was another team, the Colts that you get John Taylor fully back with Zach Moss. You got Michael Pimmons playing well. You got, um, 
what's the kids? Uh, Josh Downs, who's playing well. Yeah, from you got a solid defense. The offensive line looks like it's coming back into form. That would have been a team that you might say is a, is could make a wild card. Texans, I really like too because CJ Stroud, man, I love seeing CJ Stroud kick ass right now. I love it. Did I'm gonna go with the Browns. They got something cooking. Yeah, I, listen. If I Deshaun Watson could just go to the semi to what he once was with Houston. With that defense, especially what it was on display this weekend, I know that having no Nick Chubb for the year is a huge, huge devastating loss. But if they got the weapons still, if Deshaun Watson could just come back to being semi what he once was, this is a team that can make a lot of noise, just like the Jets too, because of how great their defenses are. I know you like to always say, oh, it's the offensive league. But when it comes to playoffs, Ted, you win by winning it defensively and running the football. Yeah, your quarterback still has to make the plays. But, the, but they have a quarterback that does have the potential if he can make the plays. Yeah, I to be it. elite. So that would be – like right now, I know we're about to I – mean, in a week, it's freaking week eight. We're already at the halfway point of the season, which we'll have to do a halfway preview of the, uh, or a recap of what this season has been. That's all I got to say is that if the Browns can – if Jason Watson can come back and figure it out and be semi, half of what he was, the Browns are going to possibly win that division. Because their defense is legit, and in a in a division that has some great defenses, that might be the top of that. I mean, Baltimore's D is great. Steelers, you already know, have probably one of the probably the best duo of edge rushers, maybe in the NFL, in TJ Watt and Alex Smith. And then you got the Bengals. I mean, that's a division we just talked about the AFC South. I mean that NF- that AFC uh, AFC North. All another di- wild card. Man, the AFC looks so much, just so much exciting on paper than it is in the NFC. The NFC just looks boring because you kind of know the four best. Teams the NFC the East is a two team race. You know why? The NFC the NFC you know South why? the NFC South is one team's getting you in. The NFC why? North is one team, and then the because NFC West is possibly two because of the quarterbacks. There's no quarterbacks in the NFC. It's Jared Goff, it's Jalen Hurts, it's Dak, and it's Purdy. <laughs> That's what it's it comes down to. It's not even like the like Lamar's yes, played. Those teams are the most talented of that, and there's such a drop-off. Think about the rest of the league. Commanders, Giants, Bears, Packers, the South sucks, and then the Rams are pretty competitive, Seahawks, and then Arizona. So when you look at it, all those teams, there's such a significant drop from yeah. where those upper echelon teams are. The AFC, listen, the Chargers are like – Damn, bro, what's wrong with you guys? Boza and Mack and Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen. I know Mike Williams is out for the year, but, like, you guys got talent up the ass. Can't figure it out. We know the rest of the division sucks except for the Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos. The Southwest and the Jags, they're playing better. We'll see what happens with them. They Maybe they get on a hot streak and continue. The Texans are there. We just talked about the AFC North. All four teams could make the playoffs mm-hmm. legitimately. And then the AFC East, you got three teams. Zach Wilson is not – killing this team right now. So they have at least a legit chance of making the playoffs. And then you got Miami and Buffalo, which are two of the upper echelon teams. So that's why that conference, as we thought would be the whole season, especially with Aaron Rodgers, would be competitive. You just didn't know which out of the seven teams, which team was going to be the left out teams. Could it be the Chargers? Could it be the Jets? Could, could it be two of the AFC North? I mean, could it be the Bengals? I mean, I mean the Chargers you, could be going two and four after this weekend. So it could be I mean, 0 and 5 right who, now. Who's the worst team in the NFL quickly? Well, the Giants played tough this week. Carolina. Denver Broncos. Carolina. 
Denver's they were up. They were up fourteen nothing against Miami. Got blown out by twenty one points. It was in the first quarter, bro, and it was against the they Dolphins that are putting up thirty eight points a game and almost five hundred six hundred yards of offense. Five point differential. You're up fourteen to lose by twenty one. They're a bad stop, team. Stop. The Browns. The Broncos played hard against the Chiefs. Oh no, the Broncos are terrible. Stop defending. Sean so Payton is just. Yeah, Giants so are bad the Giants. too. Okay. The Broncos. Carolina is the worst team in football. I'll take the Broncos. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton are shelved and once once they once were awful. They're gonna trade everybody except Patrick Sertain. Just saying. It's great because there's only like five bad teams. There's like five or six legit teams, and then everybody else is just in the middle of the pack. Seems pretty good to me. If you're a football fan. Seems like the NFL is just doing fine without all those naysayers. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.